All right, everyone. Pencils down. Your time for education inequality is officially up. Hey, everyone. I'm Sophie Kraszewski, and welcome to Pod v. Board of Education. We're back with our newest series on my experiences of remote learning during the COVID-19 crisis. Hi everyone, today is Sunday, April 5th. This past week was my second full week of remote learning, and I gotta say, it was a pretty crazy week. The biggest thing on my agenda was my sociology midterm. I had about 48 hours to do that, and that was pretty stressful, so that took up a large portion of my week. I also had a lot of reading to do, which isn't uncommon for me, but right now has been feeling more difficult to tackle. Often I find it really difficult to sit down and just read. I'm a person that needs to be doing something 90% of the time, so I find it very hard to just sit down and read. I often feel like I need to be doing something else in that time. This has just gotten increasingly difficult while being at home because while on one hand it feels like I have nothing to do and like I should be relaxing, I also feel like I have a million things to do. I think it's pretty fair to say that I'm not the only one who shares this feeling, but it's made reading a lot more difficult. I also had several meetings this week. I write for the school paper. So I had some interviews to do, and have a few more to do at the beginning of this week. But I also had meetings with some of my professors and some of the organizations I'm in. And those meetings are really fun. It's really great to see everyone and see everyone's faces and interact with people other than my immediate family who I am spending quarantine with. But Those meetings can be very time-consuming. But then again, I also think I have a lot of time on my hands. But at the same time, how much time do I really have? This past week, I really was not sleeping as much as I should have been. I was getting probably five or six hours of sleep a night. And for some college students, that's pretty normal, but I'm definitely a student who needs at least eight hours of sleep a night. So I definitely felt as if I was running out of steam towards the end. So by Saturday, I decided to take the day for myself. I slept over 12 hours that night and spent the day doing very little, mostly just watching TV, just hanging out. But even though I was supposed to take that time for myself, Again, I felt as if I was supposed to be doing something. I also spent very little time in class last week. My Tuesday night seminar was canceled, and two of my classes are pre-recorded, or rather one class with two lectures. And then I did have my three-hour seminar on Wednesday, but overall, I was only in class for maybe four and a half hours all week, maybe five. And that can be 
very disorienting. I've been trying to create some kind of structure for myself, so twice a week I'm FaceTiming my friends in the morning and having breakfast like I would be when I was normally at school, and that has been wonderful. Wednesday morning I spoke to two of my friends for breakfast, and it felt like I was still sitting in the dining hall at school, and it was the happiest I've been in maybe two weeks. It's definitely interesting to see the ways that people are trying to create a sense of normalcy in their lives. So one of my friends, for example, his mom keeps trying to recreate the omelets in the dining hall at school, and she's putting in a lot of effort to her credit, but unfortunately, it seems as if she will never reach the standards of one of Lisa's omelets at Kenyon. On a similar note, as I said in my last episode, my voice professor is still having lessons over Zoom. So I had my first virtual voice lesson this week. That was definitely odd. It was very weird to go from practicing in the basement of Store Hall with a piano to practicing in my basement with my phone to use as an accompanist. Because of the sound lag, my professor also couldn't play everything in its entirety. So she would often play one chord or two chords, so I would be able to find the note myself. Learning to sing along with an accompanist that's not the one you've been practicing with for two months is quite the adjustment. It feels like I'm practically relearning the pieces I've already spent two months learning. I also had my first three-hour seminar of virtual learning this week, and Though it was weird doing it from my childhood bedroom, the fact that it was three hours and we had our usual break halfway through felt the most normal any class has felt. The class is part lecture, half discussion, so the lecture-based part went pretty well. When it came time for discussion, it was a little difficult at first to tell who should speak first and who was raising their hand, but I think by the end we got into a rhythm where my professor was making an order of people to call on. We also used the video in this class so he could actually see us and see us raising our hands. He also sent us an extension for Google Hangouts where you can actually make it a tile layout just like Zoom does, which was a total game changer. That's one of the biggest qualms people have with Google Hangouts and the fact that that has such an easy solve was magnificent. During that seminar, I discussed the book we were reading through the lens of times of crisis. This idea was also brought up in my other seminar last week. I point this out because even though we are using our time in class to get away from the chaos our world is currently in, it's constantly on our minds. And I think that's somewhat unavoidable. But what I can't decide is whether it's a good thing to be talking about the crisis in class or talking about crises in general in class or if it distracts from what we're learning 
and the goal to think about anything other than coronavirus. I think it could be both. I think it's helpful to understand where we are in our current time in relation to what we're learning because it helps us make sense of everything. It helps us understand how society treats crisis and emergencies historically. But at the same time, class can be a great escape for students right now. But then again, it's very difficult to ignore the fact that you're doing class on a computer instead of in a classroom. I think this raises one crucial question for us. How do we create a sense of normalcy in a time when absolutely nothing is normal? I think everyone is wrestling with this question right now. And I think it informs everything everyone is doing and has been doing for the past month. This week, I once again have a tremendous amount of reading to do. I also have mm, two papers to write and a third one, which is the second draft of my semester-long research paper. It feels like I'm constantly writing down something I need to remember to do. Right now, I have a stack of approximately 10 post-its on my desk because I'm constantly writing down ideas and things I need to remember to do. So I guess the question going forward, once again, is how do I make sure that I'm doing everything that I need to do while also making enough time for myself? Find out next week on Pod V Board of Education. Thank you for listening.